So we want to welcome you tonight as we celebrate uh, this fact that Christ has come and that Christ has brought salvation for us. And it is indeed a time for us to celebrate. Uh, it's a time for us to rejoice in, a time for us to come together to sing and to be reminded and to be stirred and encouraged by the reading of Scripture. And as we even come together in just a little while to uh, celebrate uh, communion together as well. Uh, we, again, we want to welcome you, especially want to welcome our guests. We know that uh, many of you perhaps are traveling, maybe visiting with family, or maybe you're here uh, relatively new uh, to this area or new to our congregation. And we just want to welcome you and thank you for being with us tonight as we celebrate uh, uh, this Christmas Eve service, but most importantly, as we celebrate our, our great Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. A little later in the service, we're going to be celebrating communion followed by a candle lighting. Uh, further instructions will be given then, but know that those who will be, uh, those of you who will be partaking in communion, that you will be coming forward tonight to receive the bread and the cup. And again, we'll give you uh, further uh, information about that later in the service. Basically, what you're going to do is be dismissed row by row, uh, and you'll be exiting to your left and coming down to the, the folks standing in front of your section. You'll receive the bread and the cup, and then you'll make your way back to the opposite side of the row, and you can re-enter that way. And so that's how that's going to work, all three sections at the same time. But we'll again remind you about that later in the service. Uh, and also, we will have um, four of our children coming forward later to help us with the candle lighting. And when they begin to make their, ways, uh, their, their way up the rows uh, later in the service, just know that uh, you want to move your candle to theirs. They're going to hold theirs straight so that there's no catastrophe. Uh, and so you'll want to move your candle to theirs so that the lighting can begin. And then what you'll do is once your candle is lit on the end of the rows, is that you'll, you'll uh, make sure that you do the person next to you until, until the row is complete. That'll be towards the end before we sing the final two songs. Again, we want to welcome you, and we look forward to worshiping the Lord together tonight. Let's go to the Lord now in prayer. Father, thank you for this evening. We thank you that we can be gathered here on this Christmas Eve. Uh, Lord, we have so much to be thankful for and so much to celebrate in light of uh, the birth of our Savior so many years ago. Lord, we thank you that uh, we can be here tonight. We thank you for the hope that we have because of Christ. Now help us to make much of you and to glorify you in his name, we pray. Amen. Let's stand as we sing together, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for your son, Emmanuel, God with us, and as we come into this time of worship tonight, help us to consider what that means, that God came to be with us. The holy, perfect, infinite creator of the world, and yet he is also like us in every way. The God-man. And it's because of that union of God and man in Christ, your son, that he is able to give himself on our behalf. And so it's for us and for our salvation that he came. And Lord, thank you that you saw our need. And our world, even now, is in great need. And in many ways, our hearts are troubled 
and we have fear and we have anger and we, we struggle sometimes to trust you. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us to see the beauty of your gospel that you have shown to us in love through your Son, that the one who is eternal and can judge us is the one who came to live among us and the one who would die for us. So, Lord, thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, and that we have this opportunity to consider each year that he came to be with us. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Good evening. Tonight I'm going to read from Scripture. We're going to look at Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. So if you want to follow along, you can. I'll give you a second. Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. The Lord's Word says, For to, excuse me, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there shall be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Jesus Christ came to this earth to save sinners. The God-man to come to be born in human flesh. I think it's good for us always to be reminded of that, of why Jesus came to this earth, why God became a man, why Christ came to be born of the Virgin Mary. Oftentimes it's easy for us to get distracted with celebrating that around this Christmas season, isn't it? I've just, in the commercials that I have seen of, of a car being started, and that sounds like Christmas of something being started, to songs that we sing that you better watch out, uh, that uh, you better not pout, you better not cry, that Santa Claus is coming to town. And if you're a good little boy or girl, you will get presents. But if you're naughty, you won't. I don't know, it always turns out in our family, even sometimes naughty kids, they always seem to get presents. Maybe your kids are, are like that also. But we kind of can have this mentality that almost kind of creeps in to where we just kind of forget that we are sinners and we need Jesus Christ to come to this earth to save us. And that's really what we are celebrating. We're celebrating the fact that we need Christ. And praise God that He has sent Jesus Christ 
such a humble state, humble manner into this earth to be born, to come to die for us. Maybe you've come here this evening and you come in the midst of some stress, come in the midst of sin in your life. It's a wonderful time for us just to pause and for us to give thanks. A wonderful time for us this evening to put a spotlight on why Jesus Christ came to this earth. Because we are in need. And that is what we're here to celebrate this evening. That in our sin, in our brokenness, in our spiritual death, God has sent the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ in a manger, in an out-and-out place that God has come to us. There were many angels that appeared around the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As you know, it had been silent for some 400 years no prophetic word from God, no scripture that had been written, and all of a sudden, these angels begin to pop on the scene, appear to Zechariah in the temple, appear to Mary. The angels we know appeared to the shepherds out in the field. We know also an angel appeared to Joseph as he was contemplating this news that had come to him of the one he had been betrothed to of being pregnant. I just pick up a verse in Matthew's gospel, the first chapter. The angel had appeared to him, verse 20. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Listen to what the angel says. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Listen to what the text says. For he will save his people from their sins. Call his name Jesus. Why? Because Jesus has come to save his people from their sins. This is the most wonderful news for sinners here this evening. Jesus Christ has come to provide salvation for you and for me. To break into this dark world with the light of the gospel, to bring forth the forgiveness of sins. John the Baptist, as 30 some odd years later, when Jesus came to him, he looked over and he said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So that is what we are here to celebrate this evening, to celebrate the Lamb of God that has come to be born so many years ago, somewhere over in a stable in the Middle East, to come die for us, to save us from our sins. So sinners, I encourage you here this evening 
to look to Jesus Christ afresh tonight in faith, thanking God for sending him to die on the cross for us. And if you're not trusting in Jesus Christ, if you're not a Christian here this evening, just I would just encourage you to know that that is what we are here for. That is why we celebrate Christmas. Yes, we give gifts, and it's very hard, isn't it, to keep a focus upon Christ when you're wondering what's underneath that wrapper, underneath the tree. I know some of you kids, you're probably looking forward to receiving some gifts in the morning, aren't you? Hopefully, you're hoping for some gifts to come in the morning. But we have come to celebrate the gift of Jesus Christ. And we simply confess that we are sinners. We've broken God's laws. And we need a Savior. Someone who took our sin to die on the cross in our place. And that is what we are here celebrating this evening. Celebrating the light that God has sent us in Jesus Christ. That's what the wonderful opportunity we have in just a moment to take communion is just to do that, to remember and to reach out in faith, trusting that Jesus is our Savior, to remember what He did on the cross for our sins. So if you're here as an unbeliever tonight, we would even encourage you to trust in Jesus, confess your sin to Him, to realize Christians aren't those who have it all together and don't have any sin. We're just those who admit we are sinners and we're trusting in Christ to forgive us of our sin. So we would encourage you to trust in Christ, to believe in Him. And may all of us here this evening remember afresh why we are celebrating Christmas, that Jesus has come to take away our sins. Praise and glory be to God. As Jeremy said, in just a few moments, we're going to take communion together. And it's always a great time in the Lord as we're able to come together as God's people to uh, remember what He's done for us through uh, this time we call communion. As He faithfully reminded us, Christmas is a special time because it is the time we celebrate uh, of the coming of Christ into the world for our salvation. I love that text that Jeremy read. Uh, the angel saying, you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. He didn't say he might save, or he hoped to save, or he probably would save, but he will save his people from their sins. Praise God that we have, in the midst of a world of brokenness and so many uncertainties, tonight when we come together, we have an absolute certainty that Christ has come and Christ has accomplished salvation for all who would trust in him. And we have that to be reminded of and celebrate tonight. Well, while we gather to remember the manger in Bethlehem, let's remember that that event set the stage for the cross in Jerusalem, an event that would be pivotal for you and for me. I want to read a passage from Mark chapter 14 as we now prepare to take of the Lord's Supper. Mark chapter 14, this was a scene that was many, many years later after the manger. It was actually the night as of Jesus' betrayal and arrest when he would be uh, taken by the authorities and ultimately crucified. Uh, 
uh, for our sin. There in Mark chapter 14 and verse 22, as Jesus was sharing this Passover with his disciples, we read, and as they were eating, he took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to them and said, take this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and they drank all of it. And he said to them, this is the blood of the covenant which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Whenever we come together to take the Lord's Supper, we do so for many reasons. We can read in other accounts, in other gospel accounts, and even in Paul's words in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, we come to, to, to gather around this table, so to speak, to remember what Christ has done. We know that Paul said we're to do this, or Jesus said we're to do this in remembrance of me. We're to do this as a, a time to call our minds to remember. So as we partake of these elements, we are being reminded again and again and again that Christ died in our place. Christ is not being sacrificed again, not at all. He died once and for all. And we come tonight simply to be reminded because we need reminding uh, of what Christ has done for us. Uh, the Lord's Supper, the, the, the communion we take together is also a sermon. It's a visible sermon, so to speak. It's a, it's a picture proclaiming the death of Christ, which is needed for our, our, our salvation. I think it was Paul that said that as we take of these, we're proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. Well, tonight is a proclamation. As you take the bread and the cup, it is proclaiming that Christ has come, that he has died, and that he has given himself for us. And the Lord's Supper is also nourishment for our souls. You know, a supper implies nourishment, being fed, doesn't it? And although the, the small piece of bread and this small cup of juice could not sustain us forever, the truth they represent does. So as we feed upon these elements tonight, we are being nourished in our souls by the glorious blessing of Christ's death, which is the nourishment for our souls, the nourishment that we will have by Christ forever and ever. So as we partake of these tonight, we will be inviting those of you who are followers of Jesus to come forward in a few moments to receive the bread and the cup. Now, Lord's Supper is for Christians. It's for those who have trusted in Jesus Christ. And so if you have trusted, if you are believing in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, we would invite you to come tonight to receive the bread and the cup. And again, just to give you some instruction, we will be dismissing in a few moments, row by row, and we're going to have some servants come, and they'll be standing two people in front of each section, one with a plate uh, of bread and a plate with the cups. And you will be dismissed row by row. It will take the center section a little longer, but we know that uh, you'll just come out of the left side of your row and you'll come forward and what you will do is you will take the bread and when you take the bread you can go ahead and eat the bread just as a representation of your individual discipleship of coming to Christ as an individual and then you will take the cup and we were asked to actually take the cup back to your seat with you and once everyone is served we will come together and I'll have a, a moment of scripture and we will drink the cup together as a, as, a, as a representation of our corporate witness that we are the body of Christ that we are not just one that we come together as a, as a unified body and so that's how that will go uh, in a few moments uh, when we take uh, these elements. And if you're unable to come forward, we just actually just ask you to, to raise your hand just very gently there, and we will actually be happy to bring you uh, uh, these elements where you are. So at this time, I'm going to ask those who are prepared now to come and serve us, uh, if you will come forward, and when you come forward, we're going to pray, and then 
as soon as we finish our prayer, uh, we will begin to invite you to come. As the music begins to play, the first rows can then start to be dismissed. And I'll just ask that the next row, the person on the end on these, on these sections here, uh, if you'll just be mindful of when the, the row in front of you is about finished, you can just begin to lead your row on out. And that's how that will work, okay? Let's pray together and let's continue in this time. Father, we thank you so much for what hope that we've been given through Christ. We thank you that we have a Savior who loves us, a Savior who came and gave himself for us. Lord, not just simply to be a baby in a manger, but this baby was, uh, was ultimately the one who as a man would go to a cross and bear the burden that we all have and the sins that we committed. Lord, that he would take upon himself our sin, the guilt and the shame so that those who would look to him in faith could not only just know him, but Lord, truly be reconciled to you for all of us have been separated because of our sins. And so Lord, we thank you tonight that through Christ, we have this great hope. Through Christ, we have cleansing and forgiveness and a great reason to rejoice, not just now, but Lord, knowing that we will have this hope forever and ever. So, Lord, now as we partake of these elements, we thank you. We thank you for giving us this salvation through the finished work of Jesus, through his life, death, and resurrection. We give you much thanks and praise. In his name we pray. Amen. Colossians chapter 1 verse 19 we read speaking of Christ for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of his cross let's drink together Praise be to God for the great salvation that he has given us through Christ. Well, tonight we will conclude our service with a candle lighting and song. And so at this time, I would like to ask the four uh, children that we've asked to help us with this to come forward at, at this time. And as they're getting ready with uh, the candles, uh, I just want to give us a, a few words uh, of instruction uh, here in just a moment. 
You know, as they come forward, I want us to be reminded of something the prophet Isaiah declared. As he looked ahead to the coming of the Messiah, he was actually a prophet and he was declaring something that was taking place right then and there in his day, but it was, it was an event that was foreshadowing an event that would come later. And this event that we speak of as later would be this event uh, of Christ coming into the world. And in Isaiah chapter nine, verse two, we read, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them the light has shone. Later on, it would be Jesus who declared, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so as we light these candles, let us remember that because of Jesus, we no longer walk in darkness because he is the light of the world. The children will now come as the music begins and again, they will keep their candle upright while you folks on the end will bring your candle to theirs and then you will pass down the road likewise. This is why we come together to worship, because Christ has come, and he is worthy of our, all of our praise. Uh, he's worthy of worship. He's worthy of our devotion. And friends, again, we just thank the Lord so much tonight that he's given us this opportunity to celebrate the reason for his coming, that we as sinners could be reconciled to a good and holy God. And it's through Christ that this is achieved and accomplished. It's a great thing to rejoice in, in light of all that's going on in our world today. And so we hope and pray that as we've worshiped the Lord tonight, that you have been encouraged and reminded of all that Christ has done for us. And if you do not know the Savior, if you don't know Christ, we would certainly love to have conversations with you about how you can trust in Jesus and walk in obedience to him. Well, thank you again for being here tonight. I'm going to pray in just a moment. Um, after I pray and you make your way out, you can blow your candles out after I pray. Uh, but I think there's a box that you can just... Uh, or some baskets out there. You can put your communion cups in as you make your way out. You can keep the candle, take that home with you as a, as a uh, memory of our time together tonight. But again, we just want to thank you for being here. We want to invite you back tomorrow. We're going to be here at 1030 in the morning, worshiping the Lord again on Christmas Day. Uh, we're grateful that it's uh, an opportunity that we get to come on a Sunday on Christmas Day to worship the Lord. Uh, and so back here tomorrow at 1030, if you're still in town, we would love to have you uh, be back with us tomorrow as we come again to worship our great God and Savior. Let's pray together and then we'll be dismissed. Father, again, we thank you so much that we have reason to celebrate, reason to sing, reason to hope because of Christ the light of the world coming into a world filled with darkness, but one who came and gave himself so that our sins could be forgiven and that we could have hope forevermore. Father, thank you for this great work that you have done for us. We love you and we thank you that you first loved us and gave Christ to come and be our savior. We pray this in his name, amen. You're dismissed. Thank you for being here tonight.